0: If you knew that the size of your caseload would have a negative impact on you and your clients, would you reduce the size of your caseload to a sustainable level? I don't think it's the fact that therapists don't know that high caseloads can have a negative impact on their well-being. I honestly think that it's because they don't know how to determine the size of their caseload. Welcome to Beyond the Session with Aisha Shabazz. In this episode of Beyond the Session, we're going to talk about the two details that have helped me determine the size of my caseload, and I think it might help you too. So the first aspect of determining what your caseload size could be is determining what your goals are. So how often do you want to work versus how often do you need to work? We're always going back to taking care of your needs and keeping the practice running. So how often do you want to work takes care of your needs? You know, it's that dreaming, that creativity zone, that brainstorm of like, yes, this is ideally what I would love to have. And then looking at what you need is anchoring back into your caseload data and looking at those details to determine, okay, now that I've thought about what I want, what I'm dreaming of, what do I need to do to keep this place running? What do I need to do to pay myself a livable wage? The second thing that I want you to consider is your capacity. So your capacity could be determined in a variety of ways, but I like to consider it as how you are determining your acuity for your caseload if you're working with a population that requires a lot of care coordination post-session follow-up or any preparation beyond the session you're going to need that time to prepare you're going to need that time to wind into the session and wind out of the session if your schedule is packed to the brim You're not going to be able to show up for your clients and you're not going to be able to sustain the energy that you need to keep yourself going when your sessions are done. So resist the urge to pack your schedule back to back. I know that most of us are maintaining 50 minute sessions and, you know, that 10 minutes is crucial for us to end on time. Even with that 10 minutes, it's not enough. It's not. So I would encourage you to consider spacing out your calendar and it's not just for you. You know, I love encouraging you to take care of yourself and to do the things that you need to do, but think about your clients for just a moment. If your schedule is packed back to back and your client has a crisis during session, do you think you're going to be able to end that session at exactly 10 minutes to the hour? oh, sorry for your crisis. I have to get on to this next appointment. No. So that's one reason why you should resist the urge to schedule your appointments back to back. The other thing is, what if your clients ask for another session that week? Because that is highly possible. Independent of what the acuity is on your caseload, there are many clients that ask for more than one session a week. What are you gonna do? I'm too packed to the brim. I can't see you. That doesn't feel good. Resist the urge to pack your schedule back to back because you don't know what's going to happen within the context of the session that you might need some more room. In addition to the practical aspect of getting up moving your body, getting some water, going to the bathroom, eating lunch. I mean, that should be a foundational aspect of treating ourselves with dignity and respect. And yet, you know that you're not doing it all the time. So the last thing that I wanna say about your caseload capacity is really resist the urge to look at other people's caseloads. I cannot tell you how many times I see people online and they're saying, well, how big is your caseload? Why are you asking about how big is their caseload? I see this happen a lot with group practice owners and agencies because they're trying to figure out how to justify to their employees and their contractors why their caseload is not high enough. Yeah, you've seen it. You've seen it. So resist the urge to ask what somebody else's caseload is. What's a reasonable caseload to have? you have the ability to determine that for yourself. What are your goals? What do you need to work? What do you want to work? And what is your capacity? What is the energy level that it takes for you to show up for session fully? What does it take for you to offer high quality care? I can guarantee you that seeing 40 clients in a five-day work week Back to back with no lunch breaks, doing your notes on nights and weekends is not anywhere in the neighborhood of considering your capacity and determining your caseload size off of that. So keep your eyes on your own paper, figure out what your caseload size is based on your goals and your capacity. And if you are interested in the caseload size that other people are having, sure, ask, but don't let that be the only piece of data that's causing you to determine what you're going to do in your practice. That concludes another episode of beyond the session with Aisha Shabazz. If you've enjoyed this episode, please submit a review through your favorite podcast listening app and share it with a friend. This episode of beyond the session was brought to you by the thriving therapist shop, a place where private practice therapists go to find time-saving strategies, solutions, and tools. Audio editing was completed by Alexandra V with music by MH The Verb and GR Stone. Thanks so much for listening.